Here we go. I haven't done a lot of work. Where's myself? Hey, everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is the, is it the second? I'm so bad at math. What is today? It's I think the first oh, Wednesday, God. isn't it? You know what? It, it is the first Wednesday of the month. It's just, it, that's incredible, which means it's time for Kathy Hester's Vegan Kitchen. And today she's going to be showing you some incredible recipes. A lot of them are DIY sauces and powders. And today we're calling the show Eating Veggies is a Breeze When They're Covered in Vegan Cheese. Because cheese, as we know, makes everything taste better. But cheese is full of casomorphines and all kinds of nasty cow pus, but not vegan cheese. And here to tell you all about it is Kathy Fisher. So good to see you again. And we are going to see each other in person for the big conference, the Live Your Best Life Conference in Sacramento this Sunday with Dr. Goldhammer and Dr. Lyle, Dr. Rosanne Alviera and 100-year-old Dr. John Scharfenberg. Tickets are still available. Just just a few though we sold out but the, they let us add about 12 tickets and i'm so excited because i don't think we saw each other since 2018 in vegas or was it 2017 i think it was 2018 but yeah it was it's been a long time and i'm so excited and i'm so excited about the conference we've never gone to sacramento before but what i wanted to tell you guys too because uh, some of you already know that cheryl and i took the mcdougall program in july and so we love it and it's it's so much easier than it seems like when you're reading about it and i've had a whole bunch of people go oh, i don't know that seems so hard but how do you make things taste good and oh i missed this that, and the other so i thought i would do two cheeses and a ranch dressing because i feel like that covers a lot of ground with because i you can have potatoes and vegetables or rice and vegetables and you're allowed to um, add condiments and some condiments. I, I love what you said, Chef AJ, in the reboot. I had it was the first time I had heard condiment responsibly. <laughs> well, I, 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 I wish I could take credit for that. That was Chef Terry from uh, Biman Paz Vinegars. But it's so true because, you know, there's nothing wrong with using these condiments. But if you have to put a, ha you know, a cup of nutritional yeast on everything in every meal, that's probably too much. Right. And so I think one of the things is when you're first transitioning to things and, you know, Dr. McDougall is very generous that you can have some sugar and some salt unless your health condition, you know, prevents you from having that. So all the three of these recipes are going to be have the option where you can make them SOS. They're naturally oil free. They're naturally sugar free already. So you could use salt or salt substitute. My go-to homemade, super cheap, plain salt substitute, one tablespoon of garlic powder mixed with one tablespoon of onion powder and one teaspoon ground celery seed. Mix it up, put it in your salt cellar. And then that way, like Mrs. Dash has lemon and all these other things. You can make it plain. So I'm going to start. Uh, and also, I just kind of want to say, too, I because, you know, I love like magic stuff and Harry Potter and wizarding things. And I feel like if you have potions and powders, you <laughs> can make everything taste delicious. So this is kind of the potions and powders class. So it. I'm going to start one thing with the ranch dressing first. 
I love this little OXO salad dressing container. It's great because you can open it and pour it and then you can shake everything up. But the first thing I'm going to use soy milk and you can certainly use a non-soy substitute. This is for our ranch dressing and we're basically making buttermilk. So there, it's called clabbered milk in the South. So I'm gonna take three quarters of a cup and just pour in here. And then I'm gonna put a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar and let it get thick. And then we'll talk a little bit too about what some of your options are. Let's see, can I come in a little bit more? Kathy, do you have to use soy milk or can you use oat milk? You can use oat milk. You're not gonna get the same clabber. And we'll, that's why I wanted to show you with soy milk. But here's the thing. You can make this with any milk you want. Almond milk is not gonna clabber at all. And so you're not gonna see anything now. We're gonna make another recipe and what you can sort of see. Let's see if we can see it up here. Sometimes this camera. Uh-huh. Can you see sort of a little bit starting already, like right in there? It's starting to clabber. I learned a new word. I know. I think it's an old-fashioned word. But so basically it will make chunks, kind of like yogurt does. It makes it thicker. It also gives it a more sour taste, like buttermilk has. If you make homemade oat milk, you may notice a little bit of this. It's proteins. And while even though almond milk, cashew milk, they have some protein, they also don't make good yogurt, right? Because it doesn't have the proteins to pull all that together. So we'll set this aside and then you'll get to see kind of the magic of that. So these are, we're gonna make this DIY cheese powder. And then I'm gonna show you how to make the sauce from it. We made mac and cheese with this last night. And see, it's just a little powder. And I've probably had this in this container for over a year. So it keeps pretty well. If you find you're in a real, hum I'm in a human environment, you could put one of the little desiccant packs. Like whenever we have vitamins or get things like that, I save out the little desiccant packs. And it always says, it's just got silica in it. And if you've heard Dr. McDougall talk, he talks about, how you need a tiny amount of silica, but don't eat these, they'll make you very thirsty. But they, what they do is they pull that moisture away from it. And then this is my white gravy powder and you can get the recipe for that on healthy slow cooking. And then I have a creamy sauce. If you got the bundle, the very first bundle Chef AJ did, you have all those recipes. You have the DIY, you know, mixed class, so one of the things that the cheese powder calls for is tomato powder. And I thought it would be cool just to kind of show you since we're on the, <laughs> this one sticks down, huh? I, this is a little Ninja blender and this is an attachment that's a spice grinder. You can use a coffee grinder. I just like using this. These are homemade sun-dried tomatoes. I cut up cherry tomatoes and dehydrated them. And I'll make a little tomato powder because I'm almost out. 
Chef AJ loves to eat cherry tomatoes and I love to dry them and make them into flowers. <laughs> so we're just gonna let this go for a minute. Next year. And we'll see, we may need to let it go again. It's pretty close. There's a couple of little pieces in there. There we go. So we'll just go a little bit more. We are gonna blend it some more, but I don't wanna have to come back and blend it again. Go. And so, since I don't love cherry tomatoes and typically, whenever I would get them in the CSA, I would just make powder with them. Now you can buy tomato powder if you're, there's a Sprouts or some co-op that you can buy at little, just a little bit, but this will keep for a very long time too. And you can see in here that I have a little desiccant pack in there because it does get, it tends to clump a lot. All righty. Hey, Kathy, have you ever thought of just selling these? I'd buy them. <laughs> I have, but it seems just so hard. So I don't know. Could you talk to Dylan? I mean, because we did talk and then kind of talks. But then he got busy. But I am open to it. Let's see how much. Can I put this in here? I think I can just use my ninja. Nothing wrong with using your Vitamix. I just want to make milk in it in a minute. Okay, so uh, one of the reasons I got the Ninja Blender was just so for people who don't have powerful blenders, there are other ways you can do things. But these, these are so easy to make. Where did I put my, oh, here we go. Chef AJ, I'm getting to the age where I'm like, where did I put that? <laughs> do, you remember, do you remember that? Or does that happen to you? So I love these little jars, and this is where I keep a lot of my Absolutely. dry goods. <laughs> so we're going to put a cup of rolled oats, and that's what all my dry mixes are based off of. So you, if you're gluten-free, make sure you get gluten-free rolled oats. Um, could you make them out of oat groats and other things? You probably could, but I would toast them. You would need a more powerful blender. So... You know, as long as you can make flour or something similar to that out of it, you're doing well. We're going to use three quarters of a cup of nutritional yeast. Do you have a preferred brand, Kathy? You know, I, st I still have everything to do the nooch off. I haven't found one I don't like. I know that um, the doctor, uh, Dr. McDougall and other doctors, including um, you, who are other doctors, comma, including you, Chef AJ. <laughs> right? I gave you a doctorate degree without even trying. Um, don't like the vitamins in it. I often buy Frontier in the big bag, which does, but I've got Nutrilicious. I've got one from Dylan. I want to buy the one you like because there's one you prefer, correct? Well, I just, I find I can taste the vitamins. It just, they taste better to me when it's unfortified. It's even though whether there's a health benefit or detriment, I'm not even thinking about, I think about taste. The, the unfortified seem to taste a little better to me. 
that's interesting. So this is a tablespoon of our tomato powder. Let's say you're like, Kathy, I wanna make this now. I don't have tomato powder, you crazy person. Make it without, then when you're doing it, put a little tomato paste in when you're making your sauce, right? There's always an option. We're gonna use a little bit of lactic acid. I use Druid's Growth. This just gives it a more cheesy taste. And if, if you put it in your mouth, it just tastes a little like citric acid like sour candy but when we put it in these sauces that are not fermented and don't have that process it gives it a little bit of that extra yum um, this was a, in a bag that i've had for over two years so it costs usually about 15 dollars. you can get druids grove on amazon is where i get it Come back over here. Kathy, can you bring me just like a tablespoon of it so that I could try it and decide if I want to buy it? Just a small amount to try when I. Oh, absolutely. And we're going to go ahead. We're going to put some smoked paprika in here. And we're going to do a teaspoon of smoked paprika. If you hate smoky flavors, use regular, right? We're going to use a teaspoon of mustard powder. That's what's going to give it more of the cheddar cheesy bite that and the lactic acid and let's say i only had three quarters of a teaspoon and not a teaspoon i'd be fine with it these you can tweak as you get used to it we're going to do a half a teaspoon of onion powder a half a teaspoon of garlic powder and a half a teaspoon of black pepper i'm a big proponent of onion and garlic powder and I buy it in the big jars like at Costco. Wegmans has them too and just keep refilling my jars. Uh, a great trick for onion and garlic powder and why I have them in your house is it's a snowy day or scorching heat day. You don't want to go out, you're out of garlic. Use this. Don't feel like pre-sauteing onions to slow cook, use onion powder. You could use it to shortcut things, which is really easy. And I said half a teaspoon of black pepper. That's a whole teaspoon. Okay. And then we're just going to blend it. Right. And we're blending it into a powder. And why, why make a bigger batch? Like, I think I made a double batch for this. You can make a quadruple batch and have all the mac and cheese you want for the winter. There we go. You could. Now I do like to have it kind of get finely ground but it's up to you. The oats will melt into the sauce as well. So I thought we would go ahead and make some cheese sauce too. So you can see how it, how it works, but it's just a powder and smells really yummy. So this cheese sauce could, I could add salsa and make like a queso with it. I could pour it over potatoes. I could use some liquid smoke. And I love this brand of liquid smoke. You can get on Amazon, a lazy kettle, because it just has liquid smoke. 
So if you look at some of them, they may have caramel colorings. They may have some other, there's one that I found that had this crazy stuff in it, but most of the time it's pretty clean, but this is the cleanest. Liquid smoke is not a chemical, unless there's some weird stuff on the label. They literally burn wood and catch the condensation. That's what it is. So um, us from the South, there's smoked fat back in everything. There, everything is smoky, smoky. So I like this a lot. And we'll talk about when I do the queso too, how that can be a little different. Just get this up just a tiny bit. So what we're gonna do first off is turn this on. <laughs> And usually I don't measure it. You do about a quarter cup. We're gonna toast it slightly. The wonderful thing about oats is that as we toast them, they turn nutty. So I make an oat Parmesan doing the most ridiculous thing ever, which is I take rolled oats. I just toast them over medium heat. And so smell it. I'll let you see the back of my head. Smell it now. Oh, I love your colorful whisk and your <laughs> hair. And you know, I've been making a faux parmesan out of oats for years. I never thought about toasting it first. So you're telling me that's going to take it next level. Ooh, you're going to love this. So like what happens is you smell oats. And you're going to be like, okay, lady, I smell the oats. Then you're going to smell it in a few minutes. You're going to be like, it's <laughs> exactly the same. And then you're going to smell it in a couple minutes. And you're going to be like, oh. That smells like nuts. So what I do is I toast the rolled oats. Then I just blend it like I just did with, I use salt. You could use the salt substitute that I talked about and nutritional yeast. And because of the way oats, you can even kind of see here, see it's not super smooth. So you're probably like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I feel the skepticism, but it's, it's gonna work because since it's oats, right? We know how oats cook down and meld in. Worst case scenario, if I didn't really make this as smooth as I'd like, or I'm in a hurry, I can take the sauce and put it in the blender. Oh, the smell's starting to change. Yep. So it just starts smelling richer. Oh, I forgot to make my oat milk. We'll just use, I'm just gonna use some soy milk today. And if there's time, I'll make oat milk for you guys if you'd like to know. So we're going to put about a cup in. Oat milk is so easy. And you, if this wasn't open, I wouldn't even think about using anything else. And now it's like a gravy. I'm going to turn this up a little bit in that we're going to be, hey, it's too wet. Hey, it's too thick. Hey, it's too wet. So you're just going to adjust back and forth. And the, uh, these little pieces of oats are going to cook down. So you do want to whisk the whole time. So I, I don't have, I never put any salt into my mixes so that I can salt whatever I'm doing. See how it's already starting to get thick? See how quick that is? And if I talk to you and I mess around and it gets too thick, I'll just add some more milk. You could make this with water in a pinch, like in your hotel room to go over those potatoes you brought with you on the plane. So see how that's all nice and thick. I'm gonna go ahead and add a little more non-dairy milk and it can be any non-dairy milk. 
you're just, you know, and see how the, how it's breaking down. You see a few pieces of the nutritional yeast or things like that. Maybe a few pieces of pricks of um, paprika. And if I was doing this on not an induction burner, I could turn it off and let the heat finish cooking it off. But look, that's a pretty smooth cheese sauce. That looks gorgeous. I'm curious, people in the chat, if you would buy Kathy's mixes, if they were uh, available commercially, <laughs> because you know what, Kathy, the thing is, is once you find a co-packer, your product doesn't spoil. So the it's not going to be a problem with refrigeration or shelf life. You can ship it in hot weather. I think it'd be amazing. Chef AJ, you're going to have to adopt me if you're going to give me all these jobs. Oh my. Well, here's another idea, a book mm. about McDougal-friendly recipes, but like have them like kind of clever Harry Potter names. Ooh, you might have to help me with the names, but yeah, because actually I am going to do kind of a McDougal-friendly ebook in the next month. I haven't nice. decided exactly what that's going to look like, but probably some of the mixes will be in there for now. Next year, I want to do a big whole food plant-based no oil pantry book and I'm trying to decide if it's going if I'm going to pitch it to big publishers or just self-publish well but, I, bet um, you, I bet you Dr. McDougal would write a forward or an acknowledgement now you know I think so and Stacy's going to be on my show on Tuesday but see look how thick and you can make it thicker or thinner so your kids or spouse who doesn't want to eat broccoli without a cheese sauce you win. So people who are going, I would love to go whole food, plant-based, no oil, but my kids will only eat mac and cheese. There you go. And we had, we made bonza chickpea pasta last night with this and we had green beans. So Yum. we basically, we had kid dinner, but it took no time. So once <laughs> this is met, it, it took us what, five minutes maybe to measure out all the things since we made tomato powder blend it up. And then it took about five minutes to make the sauce. So to me, it's an awesome, awesome sauce. And you could, let's say you can make a fondue. We could put some, some sherry or some non-alcoholic wine in there. You could, you could just really turn it into anything. Also cook it up a little thicker, use it as a cheese spread on your actual veggie burger. There's just, there's no end. And I can't wait to show you this clabbered milk. I don't, we'll see if you can see it there a little bit. And we'll take you over to the side and I'll see if I can. Look at that. You see those big pieces? Maybe not. Wow. And see how it's really, it's kind of funny because yogurt and stuff like that's so delicious but it does look all funky. Like if you saw your regular milk like that, you would be like, count me out, but it just makes it thicker. It also gives it um, a, a vinegary taste. Now the yogurt I've been using is barely McDougal compliant, but I've been using Kite Hill plain unsweetened almond. And actually I'll let you guys see that up close to the top. It is ridiculously expensive and I will be making my soy yogurt again very soon. Um, the ingredients are almond milk with water, first ingredient almonds, 
starch, citrus fiber, locust bean gum, xanthan gum, live cultures. So Forager was one of my favorite ones. They're, all of their stuff has coconut cream in it. So, and then the one, the oat milk yogurts I can get have actual refined oil in it. So if you're on the maximum weight loss plan and you can't do almonds, this may not be on your agenda, but this is the cleanest one I found. It's like $10 for this now though. It's crazy. So um, you can take a great soy beverage like this. This one's from Trader Joe's and it's water, whole organic soybeans or West soy. I have one of those over here, which is also you know, water, organic soybeans. Make your own yogurt. If you can't have soybeans, I don't know another way to make a, a better compliant one. You can make an oat yogurt, but it's more, it, because you cook it to warm it up, the, the oat milk, it turns out more like a pudding, like a pudding cup texture. So I don't know that it'd be that good. We're gonna put a half a cup of this unsweetened almond yogurt. And so like in case anybody wonders, so three quarters of a cup is a serving size and it's 140 calories and 10 grams of fat. So I just don't wanna mislead anyone, but see we're taking this and then we're using a tablespoon of it and it's cut with some other things. But you know, another thing you could do if you can't use yogurt, um, I have some Onions that I cooked in the air fryer. Remember the ranch dressing I made for you, Chef AJ, with the roasted onion? And you can get my recipe for roasted onion cream on healthyslowcooking.com. And you could use that instead of the yogurt too. So that's another way you could go. Okay, so we have most of this together. And now we're going to put in our powders. We are going to put in about one and a quarter teaspoon of gar granulated garlic. And see, I just like lived my best life and got what I thought was a quarter. What if it was a third of a teaspoon? Oh, the world will not end. So just take a deep breath, relax. Cooking does not have to be hard. Nope. Kathy, what's the difference between granulated garlic and garlic powder, granulated onion and onion powder? I know. And it's confusing too, because like I'm refilling the wrong ones. <laughs> so this is actually powder and this is actually, so actually let's look at this right now. That's a great question. It's just how finely ground it is. So the garlic is granules. See that? It's a little bit bigger. The onion it's powder. It's hard to see that because it's so powdered. And depending on, I mean, if you want to get fancy pants, you might want your, your powders to disappear in the mix or not. I don't care. Some of it will dissolve. Some of it won't. Kind of like date sugar. Some things date sugar is great in, like a muffin or something, but it's not going to dissolve in your latte or your, your tea latte. Okay, the big thing, do you, does everybody know, ooh, where did I put it? Because I'm like, oh, there it is. What the big ingredient is in ranch dressing, dill. 
and I thought it was so, I never tasted dill in my ranch dressing, which may seem ridiculous, but it uses about a half teaspoon of dill in there. And Cheryl, who's just learning how to cook and do some stuff for us, she got in the doghouse and I made her make ranch dressing when we were going out with friends for our salad that we were going to have out. And I'm going to use a quarter teaspoon of black pepper. And you could put some salt in here if you eat salt or you could use salt substitute. And I'm probably going to use three quarters of a teaspoon of salt, but that could be salt substitute easily. I'm going to see if this is thin enough to shake up. It gets real thick. I made a version of this in a sauce class I just did in Kathy's cooking club, and I added in cilantro and jalapeno, and I made a jalapeno ranch using the same basic dressing. So yeah. Once it's in the fridge, it can get really solid depending on how liquid your yogurt is. Can you guys, you can hear it squishing around in there. And instead of paying a bunch of money for a ranch dressing that's only sort of compliant, and let's go ahead and show you this too. Actually, it's probably the better camera. And it's going to thicken up in the fridge. But it's just, it's so easy. And I think the thing is, people go, well, I'm going to miss ranch and Thousand Island. And it tastes so good. We put this on steamed vegetables. We put the jalapeno ranch as a spread on our actual veggie burgers, which don't have any oil that we've been having. Uh, we found out about those from Mary, Mary McDougal. But see, think about how fast this would be if I was not talking about it. It takes like, all these things take five minutes, except for the last thing I'm gonna show you, which is gonna take a little bit more time. And you do need a high-speed blender or, you can blend it in a regular blender, do it like we did the um, powdered cheese sauce, and you may want to blend it again if it gets lumpy. So we're using our Vitamix for the power of good. <laughs> it's got this crazy airplane engine that heats things up. So we're actually using a little bit, and this is for or organic cornstarch. And what happens is the mixture thickens up from the heat, and then it's gonna be real thick consistency. Two things you can do, we still have that option. Too wet, too dry, you know, too thick, add a little more water, too dry. Yeah, you go back and forth with what you need to do. When you store it, if you have leftovers like we do, it will get thick and you can use it like a spread. You can also store it in a bigger container than it is. You can add some non-dairy milk. It's going to be very thick and you're going to have to fold. <laughs> so that means take, scoop it around because if you do like this, all the liquid's just going to splash out. So for the oat queso, I need two cups of water. And this is the one that I feel like is literally a magic trick. Just a little bit more. And if we need some more, that's fine. We are going to take our oats again. 
And the reason I like using rolled oats is most people can have them and they're cheap. <laughs> and those are all good things for me. We're gonna use um, one cup of rolled oats again. And Costco has these great sprouted oats that I've really been liking. They've been on sale. So they're even fancy pants oats. How are they different, Kathy, the sprouted oats? I think they just sprout them before they steam and roll them. And it's supposed to make some of the nutrition a little more accessible. But do they, do they taste any different? No, I, they don't to me. But as you see, like in these things, you, you're not really tasting oats. Like if I had given it to you, you might be like, this doesn't seem fatty like cashews. So you might be like, that's okay. Cause I would rather avoid cashews, right? But you don't necessarily taste the oaty flavor like you do in an oat milk because there's so many other things with it. So we're gonna use a half a cup of nutritional yeast because this is mostly cheesy goodness, right? And this is what you need to do when you make the queso version is you need to make air fried thing credible <laughs> tortilla chips from me Rancho and Chef AJ held out on that from me until July. So well, I didn't know, you know, you know what I love about the me Rancho isn't because they're just lower calorie because they're thinner. They make better chips. They're amazing. So I cut them in eight pieces and then be, I mm -hmm. spread them over two racks. I know we cook them a little differently. I've been cooking them at 400 for three minutes on okay. air fry. I'll try that I've been doing I just learned from Al cut them into six and he did 350 for five but I like them better than the salted chips they're just so good and it yeah because they're so thin sometimes they come across and then you get the double crunch I love like, them I'm such a geek but like for me like some of my comfort food like if I had a really bad bad day it would be like let's make some queso and a margarita and so now I have all my zero alcohol stuff. So we made zero alcohol watermelon margaritas because I had watermelon, fresh watermelon. So we, we, we didn't juice it. We just put it in the blender and it juiced itself really. And some lime juice. And then I had a little bit of zero alcohol tequila, which just means it tastes a little like tequila, but it doesn't have any alcohol in it at all. And it, it felt just the same. It, it was really nice. So we're gonna use a half teaspoon of garlic and that's dried garlic. You could, if you wanted to put in real garlic, you could do that too. It's just gonna be a little more bitey. And if you like that, that's perfect. We're gonna do a half teaspoon of salt. You could use salt sub. We are gonna do, the one thing that's a little different here is jalapeno powder. So you can buy this or you can make it. So you can dehydrate sliced jalapenos with the seeds and the ribs removed or leave the seeds in if you wanna live, live that life, <laughs> that spicy life and just grind it up in the spice grinder. So literally vegetable broth, onion, okay? I could make onion powder. Slice my onion, dehydrate it in the Breville, grind it in my spice grinder. So just know in a pinch, you have these options. So I'm gonna use about a half teaspoon of jalapeno powder 
and a little, I'm going to heap it because I'm feeling it. And a quarter teaspoon of onion powder. And if any of these things you're like, I hate them, or I don't like jalapeno, I'm going to choke myself. <laughs> I do this every time I open up a spicy jalapeno powder. Let's see if I can get it under the water. And then I'm going to use a quarter teaspoon of lactic acid that we talked about earlier. If you don't have it for this sauce, I would just add in a teaspoon of apple cider vinegar. With any cheese sausage, you can add some funky stuff like fermented tofu, miso, anything like that. Sometimes I'll even add some mushroom powders. And how do you get free mushroom powder, Kathy? When you have your, I, I get usually two of the big things of mushrooms from Costco. I pull out the stems, cut them in half, dehydrate them, slice the mushrooms, put them in the freezer. So when I just want some, they're ready. Then I grind that down. So there's lots of ways you can, even though you're kind of getting new things, the things that are, mushroom powder can be expensive. Tomato powder can be expensive. Making it yourself is real cheap. We're gonna use a heaping tea, pinch. That was probably a 16th of a teaspoon. Okay, so we've got everything in. I'm double checking. Did we put my, I did not put the cornstarch in. I don't think. Did I put the cornstarch in? Oh, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say I didn't. <laughs> and if I have more, then maybe I just have to add some more water. So what happens is the cornstarch is going to get hot and start thickening up. So this one's going to be loud and take a little while. Let's see. I'll let, and one good way to listen for this, let's see if I can, that is just not loving where I am putting it. Plus, I don't love that view. And this view is too low. You're just going to get this view. So I'm sorry. Okay, so I'm going to turn on like I normally would. We will hear it going. And then it'll go. It changes, it changes its pitch. That's how you know you're thickening it up. But we'll check it a couple times. It takes about two, one to two minutes. So first, I'm just, I'm just going low, just getting everything mixed together. You can even start touching the side. And I'll move away. You can even touch the side and just see if it's getting warm. So Chef AJ, if you want to mute me and talk about something exciting. Uh, what, what is exciting? Well, um, I, what's exciting for me is I did my first improvisational show last week. I, I've done one in-person show in Sacramento at the Comedy Spot, and I have another live show next Thursday if you live locally, but I've never done it on Zoom. And it is much trickier doing comedy on Zoom, especially because we don't see or hear the audience. So those of you that showed up, thank you. And if you're on my mailing list, we tell you whenever I'm going to be appearing uh, at a comedy club or an online show, which are free. During the pandemic, they were charging like $7, but they're all free now. So I'm trying to get Kathy to come to my stand-up class. And I have gotten a couple of the doctors that are going to take the next one. I'm not going to tell you who they are. So when you see the show you're going to be very surprised are you back kathy kathy can you hear me can she not hear me i can't finish the show without her 
Kathy. Well, okay, I'll keep talking. Let's see. I'll look in the chat. I look so jazzy. Thank you. Yeah, I just um, I'll give you a, I'll give you a hint. When I wear a hat, it's because I didn't have time to wash my hair because I spin every day for an hour. And just some days, there's just not the time to shower. And that is the truth. But I do love hats. And many of the uh, viewers have gifted me with these beautiful hats. This one is from Annie. So I do love to wear them, actually. Anybody here coming to the conference? We still have a few tickets. It's in Sacramento. It might be our last one. It's our 22nd. Very difficult to produce them. And what, are you back, Kathy? Can she not hear me? Yeah, I would buy Kathy's mixes. I'm just lazy. Um, Elizabeth, I'm going to ask her if she's made a blue trees dressing. If she hasn't, she's a genius. I bet she could. Um, what else can I talk about? I can tell you who's on the show the rest of the week. How's that? Tomorrow is Maxime, and he's going to be talking about how to build lean muscle and still strengthen your bones. On That's tomorrow at 11. And Friday at 11 is Anthony Maciello, who's lost a lot of weight and co-founded the what was called plant-based telehealth, but is now Love Life Telehealth. I believe John Mackey purchased that. And he's going to be coming on with one of the doctors, Kim Scheuer, and they're going to talk about hypertension. And at nine, we have Chef Sharia Moore is going to be making a chocolate cupcake out of beets and some beet hummus. And it, on Sunday, we have Dr. Peter Rogers at nine o'clock. He's hilarious. And he's going to be talking about vegan myths and fairy tales. So come back, Kathy. Oh. There you are. Thank goodness. It's I was close, but not quite. It's starting to steam. So it's starting to steam. It's starting to get warm. I just checked it, but it was still a little bit loose. I'm going to check it. Yeah. You guys are going to be amazed. Just look at that right there. Isn't that crazy? See how thick it is? So one of the things you can kind of see, and again, if it's too thick for you. Uh, it can't be too thick. You look can't at that. Look, it looks just like real queso. I know. And one of the things I do sometimes is I put some Rotel tomatoes in there. You could top it with cilantro. And so, and again, this is pretty thick. And when we eat it, we'll probably go ahead and thin it out. You could thin it out with extra water. You could thin it out with a little bit of um, non-dairy milk. But see, look. And it will kind of dry on the top, like you can see a little bit there where it'll set and you can see those wrinkles, but just give it a little smash. This is great 
in like a slow cooker for a dip so it'll stay warm. I would maybe have it a little thinner than this if we were going to do it that way because what will happen is because it's made of oats it will keep cooking and keep thickening right but I mean if all you were able to have this week were like rice potatoes vegetables ranch <laughs> this cheese sauce and see it's gotten a little hard but it will come back up. I'll show you so you can see the good and the bad, right? So see, it's been sitting over there. It dried out a little bit. We just mix it back in. I can add a little bit more milk and heat it back up because we will probably use it another meal and some ranch dressing. Ranch is great over anything that your family's kind of like, mm, you know, ranch potatoes, ranch, you know, pasta salad. There's all different kinds of things you can do. And being whole food, plant-based, no oil does not mean that you don't get to have any flavor. You don't get to have creamy things. You just have to adjust where you're getting those from. Hey, Kathy, speaking of creamy things, Elizabeth wants to know if you have made or will make a blue cheese dressing vegan and Oh, I, it could be good. It, it could be hard because I do have a blue cheese recipe in my Ninja Creamy ebook for a fig blue cheese ice cream. Blue cheese is hard because I've been getting that flavor from store-bought vegan cheese, which does have oil in it. So what I would say, if you are okay with that, get some blue cheese, crumble it up vegan blue cheese, obviously, crumble it up, put it with the similar ingredients, soy milk, yogurt, that would be easy, easy peasy. The other thing I have made kind of a blue cheese dressing, faux blue cheese dressing, by crumbling up kind of that firm, it says high protein tofu, but it has nothing added into it, it just has more water pressed out of it. That's what I like to make scrambles with because it gives you that crumbles that stay crumble that up with a little bit of extra vinegar. So probably the vinegar I used in the soy milk might even be enough vinegar. And I would try that. So I've done that before. But to get that true flavor, there is a culture you can buy and you can culture your cheese with it. You, do you know Chef Eric Lachasseur? He was on when I had my television show, Healthy Living. He's an LA chef. He used to own Seed Kitchen. No, but I would love he's, he, he's a he he chefs for a lot of celebrities still in LA, but he made a blue cheese dressing in his resi, re, restaurant. I don't know what it is, but I'll ask him. But I'm guessing because he wasn't oil-free that it probably was pretty high in fat, you know? Yeah, and that's the thing, because I found a really great blue vegan blue cheese before we went oil-free. But I'll have to go look. I am I will be shocked if it is only nuts. And even then nuts are higher fat and many people don't want to use them. So Elizabeth, it was Elizabeth, right? If you have, if you know, if you're like, I'm not oil-free, then um, try the blue cheese. If you are oil-free, try crumbled tofu to give you the texture and apple cider vinegar to give you the taste. They, they do make vegan blue cheese though now. I've seen- Oh, totally. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember- I don't, I don't think I have, there were a couple of cheeses we kept. Oh, yeah, 
I have cauliflower. <gasps> I'm trying to see. Oh, we do. Nope, that's the dairy cream cheese. Um, there's a cheese maker in Asheville, but they don't have a blue cheese, but it's in a, it's in a box that's triangle. That's the blue cheese that I used before last year and thought was a great vegan blue cheese. Any other questions about anything? Everybody Maybe. quiet? No, they're, they're talking amongst themselves. Let's see. Uh, but I follow, yeah, follow your heart. Blue cheese crumbles are great. You know, it, it seems like that, uh, that, you know, tofu could somehow be seasoned to, you know, to, to be blue cheese like, you know? It's true. I think it would be most like, okay, so if we were going to go that route, I would still take half of one of those super extra firm ones that I, I like it. I crumble it down. You could, um, you could marinate it in like some apple cider vinegar, maybe some lemon juice, lemon rind or lemon zest. It'd be interesting to see if that, cause it's kind of like a penicillin culture. Cause I know some people actually make it cause it's not gonna be blue, but what you could do too, is you could puree some blueberries and then take some of that tofu and mix it in with the blueberries and then mix it all together and see if that would hold it. It might let that color go. And I forget, it's butterfly pea, blue when it has acid or pink. Hmm. So if, it, if it's blue, then you could do that, but I think it might be blue and then it turns pink with acid. I'll have to think about that. I'll see what I can do because I do like, I like one of those wedge salads. Like you can take some nice um, tomatoes and kind of cut them in half, bake them for a while, let them be all yummy, juicy, and then put them on a wedge of iceberg with blue cheese dressing. Nice. Julie says, are any of these recipes in any of your books? Yes. Um, the oat queso is not the oat queso is on healthyslowcooking.com. The ranch dressing, I believe is in vegan cooking in your air fryer. Cause I use it as a dip for my fried pickles, my not fried pickles. So I take, um, pickles and make a little coating. I use a lot of, of panko, but you can also, you can get gluten-free panko. You can also, if you don't want to do any flours, you can air fry chickpeas and make crumbles out of those and use those as the crunchy part, air fry them and then dip them in this yummy ranch dressing. The DIY cheese powder was in Outrageous Oatmeals, which is out of print, but you can still get the ebook on Amazon. How many books do you have now? I think it's 11. Wow. I think it's 11. So there's the the only whole food plant-based um, Ninja Creamy ebook. I think it's still the, it may be still the only plant-based e um, book as well, but I've got an air fryer book, two instant pot books, two slow cooker books, oatmeal book and easy vegan. Which book traditionally has been the bestseller for you of all your 11 books? You know, it's not what you would think because I think in the whole food plant-based community, Outrageous Oatmeal seems to be the most beloved, and it was my first book to go out of print, which is 
weird to me, but the two best selling books are The Vegan Slow Cooker, my first one, and The Ultimate Vegan Cook. What is it called? Yeah. The Ultimate Vegan Cookbook for Your Instant Pot. That also did really, really well. And all the books have options for like gluten free options, soy free options, nut free options, salt free options, oil free options. And usually it's sweetener of choice to taste. <laughs> because the first book I did, I used a sweetener that fell out of fa really favor. And then each kind of community likes a different sweetener. And that way, we're cooking vegan food so you can taste things and really find maybe Chef AJ, you like something less sweet than I do. Or maybe I like something less sweet than another person. So you can really adjust it for yourself. Which sweetener fell out of favor? Might it have been agave? Yes. I didn't well, even you, notice it. It was like, it's the devil. Well, you know, it's not, it's, the thing is, is it's higher in fructose than even high fructose corn syrup. And the thing is, it's not necessarily worse than other sweeteners, but people were touting it as like this panacea that was good for diabetes. You know, it just, it wasn't maybe necessarily any worse, but it certainly wasn't healthy either, you know? Right. And, and that's kind of the thing. I just like it because sometimes I will use maple syrup and there are some things I still use agave nectar in, but, and I find for me, I use half the amount of agave nectar that I might use of another sweetener because it's so sweet. So I think it just kind of depends. And I know they were saying it was lower glycemic index. And I don't know if that really means anything in the end or not, because I'm a recipe developer and not a scientist or a doctor. But, um, but I like date paste and I like date syrup and I like vegan honey. There's this great vegan honey that you're... Um, it does have sugar in it. So if you're SOS, this would not be for you. But let me show you guys this. Now, what's it, the brand and where do you get it? You have to get it online. It's, it's not showing it very well. Let's see if it'll show it. Oh, oh here we go. Unhoney. It's a dandelion syrup, but it does have cane sugar in it. I'll read the ingredients. Um, he had a couple. Here we go. You, and it really does have the consistency. And a taste of honey. This is an old Southern recipe from this guy's family. I got it at a veg fest. And the ingredients is dandelion root, leaf, petal, water, raw cane sugar, lemons, and oranges. And um, it's really nice. Now, again, obviously, if, you, if you're like, I can't have cane sugar, this one isn't for you. Uh, but you can get it online if you look. It's Big Fields LLC, and it's out of Spartanburg, South Carolina. But they were just delightful, and they had a couple. I think they had a different brand. A different. It wasn't made with dandelion. It was made with clover. That's what it was. And so I think it kind of replicates some of the flavors you get from honey. But I. I love a liquid sweetener and I really do even date paste is a great one too even though like if you buy date paste it's quite hard but if you make it yourself it loosens up a lot because it's easy to mix into creamy pints it's also easier to put an amount in if you're making a muffin taste it add a little bit more so I like I like that but um some, I have another, I, I don't know if they're still doing it too. There was another brand 
single origin vegan honeys. And I got some of these on sale. They had a copper one. They had all the different kinds of honey. But like, so this one's date syrup, really. It's date syrup date nectar with flower pollen so they added some flower pollen into them but there was one of all there was like a cane syrup and a this syrup so again not for everybody but if that's something if the one thing that's holding you back from being vegan is honey the vegans have you covered don't <laughs> worry Hey, Kathy, Susanna wanted to know if you're documenting, documenting your success on the McDougal program, she feels it might make a great book. You know, well, what we're doing, we are kind of documenting it with live. So even in the middle of the first time I went live and talked about people, but Cheryl and I are doing a weekly live on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time that are they're so going so long because we have a lot of questions so they're usually about two hours long and we're answering people's questions obviously again we're talking about our experience and we're real clear we are not doctors um, and dr mcdougall has a live q a every sunday on youtube that you can ask him questions but we are talking about like maybe where we might be struggling or our foods we might be looking for and things like that. So we definitely are doing that. We're also, we did, we took everybody on a walk with their dog for Labor Day live. Cause I was like, okay, this is the thing no one will watch. And like a thousand people have watched it. <laughs> and so we were just talking and chatting and Cheryl and I were talking and we've done some treadmill. I've done some treadmill videos. I just got on the treadmill and went live and I was like, anybody want to hang out with me? And those have gone well. And Cheryl's going to join in. We're going to try one. We have a split level house. So she's going to go down on the, the um, spin bike and I'm going to be up on the treadmill and see if we can both talk and answer questions. So we're, we're documenting it in lives, basically. That's fantastic. Uh, Jamie says, you're, tell Kathy she is looking marvelous. Absolutely. Kathy, have you ever thought at some point of having either Dr. Lim or Dr. McDougal or Heather on one of your shows? Yes. Yes. And in fact, we're doing step one next week, Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is when Cheryl and I are doing our things. Stacy, our um, support specialist. Yes. And I could never remember. I always want to call her my health specialist, my health coach. But yeah, she's my support specialist and she's going to come on. So I'm hoping that's step one to getting the rest of the crew on, because then that way, when you guys want to ask certain questions, that are medically related, you can get real answers. Like I can say, I heard Dr. McDougal say X, you know, like I, we've talked a lot about like the difference between wet starches and dry starches seems to be something that's was confusing to me until they explained it to me. But it's like oatmeal versus granola, right? Mm -hmm. Or it's pretty simple when you think about it. And you know, so that we're just talking about things like that, but I would love to have Dr. Lim, Dr. McDougal, all the different people. I would also love, and Chef AJ, have you ever thought of doing this, of having like some kind of talk where you talk about all the whole food plant-based, no oil doctors and what the differences are 
or have you done that already? And I, I haven't it. done it because I almost don't want to highlight differences just because ugh, they're, they're so close yeah. in so many ways, you know? And I always say to people, do the least restrictive program you can do that'll get you the results you seek. So and I love that. Yeah. Hey, Kathy, tell us a little bit about what the follow-up of the McDougal program has been like uh, for you. That's a great thing. Cause like, we all know the McDougal 12 day program is what Cheryl and I went through and it's expensive. All that information is out there cheap and for free too. But one of the reasons it's so worth the expense. And in fact, for those of you who don't know Cheryl's story, I paid for the program. I made Cheryl do it with me for the first four days. <laughs> and she had to get off meds because her blood, her diabetes were, was getting better. And then we paid in the middle for her to join in. So I want you to understand how cheap I am. And I make my own mushroom powder, but this was so worth it that we, we paid extra. And you get like three doctor visits with Dr. Lim, who is just delightful. I had talked to Chef AJ actually, because I was nervous about going to a different doctor. I'd had a bad experience. And I cannot thank you enough, Chef AJ, for going, no, you'll like Dr. Lim. And I was so nervous because you can, you can meet with him and buy a consult. And then if you join the program, they credit that to the program. So it's like you get this extra free visit. And I talked to him. Yeah, you've got nothing to lose by doing the consult. And then if you find out if you want to do the program or not. And that's exactly what Chef AJ said to me. So I just want you to understand that this is where, like, it was very helpful to hear somebody else say it. So, and when I talked to him, I immediately knew that I wanted to work with him. When we got off the phone, I looked at, over at Cheryl on the couch and I said, can he live with us? Oh, isn't he sweet? Yeah, definitely have him on. I think then pe when people see how, how kind he is and how gentle, I think they, they like it so much, you know? And he, he's so intuitive. So like, one of the things that was so powerful that he said to me early on was that what I want you to do is make friends with a part of Kathy you want to cut out and get rid of. And that may sound really small, but that's the part that's kvetching all the time, right? <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Oh, you're not good enough for that. Oh, you know, that part. But that part protected something in me before. So anyhow, I connected with him on this very deep level. And um, then from what we were talking about, the, you had said too, then they're your doctors for life. And I just, that didn't really grab anything to me. I was like, okay, I don't get, then at the end of the program, I was really glad. Then it meant a lot. And what that means is, you can get a consult with them anytime, you know, you pay for the consults because they have to live and pay their mortgage too. It's not like free for life, but you can go back to them. So unlike your doctor that can't see you now, your GP for three months, they can get you and help you and they keep up with your medical history or they could talk to another doctor if you need them to communicate for you. But the, the support specialist stuff, so during the 12-day program, every day you meet with a support specialist. And you can talk about problems you have. You can talk about questions you have about the program. Um, 
Stacy was a big part of getting Cheryl in at the last minute. I asked Stacy, and then she immediately sent it to Heather. And then Dr. Lim made an appointment with her that night in the middle. Wow. Of the they were so kind and generous. They said they'd never done it before, but they knew it would help my success. And since Cheryl had to, literally that night, she got off of all of her diabetes medicines except for insulin. And then to, on your program, like, what was it? 10 days later, she was off of everything. Um, so you get to have, you see a doctor at the beginning of the program, at the end of the program. And then you see, you get to have like, it's just 10 or 15 minutes. You're not talking to Stacy for hours and hours, but if you have a question, you see the McDougals every day for a live Q&A out of those 12 days, they will give it to, to Heather if you want to be shy, but Dr. McDougal loves it. If you will put your face on Zoom and actually ask, he will give you all the details. So you, that's a valuable thing. And then you have all this information you get from like 10 a.m. till 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's, it's packed. So after that, you're like, okay, now I'm done. Uh-oh, no uh-ohs. Your, your cohort, the people who went through, they make a Zoom. We have two Zooms a week. There's one Zoom a week from all the alumni. Every, I think it's twice a month, then you get a Q&A with Dr. McDougal that's just the alumni. And then, um, then you also get eight weeks of your support specialist, like you get a call, a little Zoom call, and then it's for the rest of the year once a month. So when you look at all those doctor's visits, all the things, personalized stuff you get, it makes the price not so painful. It's really, really worth it. And if I could convey anything to anyone is if you can afford it, I would absolutely do it because it will help you. It took, it's not like I didn't know this stuff. So if you're sitting there going, well, read the starch solution, I know all about that, but I'm still not losing weight. You've got someone like Stacy to go, did you look at Oatly because there's oil in there, right? Little things that they know they can help you tweak. Cheryl, did you want, you want to, oh, okay. I thought Cheryl was coming over here. She's just passing Kathy, by. Kathy, did you make any friends in the program that you're still in touch with? Yeah, and actually, do you want to say anything about this? No, no, I just, <laughs> I was so reluctant to do that program because I thought, oh my God, like we can't both afford this. This is a waste of money. It's stupid. We're only going to do it for like the time we're in that program. It's going to last a week and then we're never going to do it again. Like I really was feeling negative about it, but it's the best money I think we've ever spent on ourselves. Yeah. Your health, I mean, your health is your greatest wealth. It's better than a Disney vacation. I'm not saying a lot from Cheryl. So it, and I think the thing is, is we could have done it simultaneously. So, you know, she could have just watched all the stuff with me and not paid extra, but for her with having type two diabetes and different things, it was well worth going ahead and getting in there and having those doctor visits. And then as an aside, I want to say, if, if it is completely out of your reach to do this, to do the 12-day program, it is not out of your reach to start doing the Dr. McDougall starch solution. He has free information on the website 
all the details on how you need to do the starch solution, what you should eat, what you can eat, and, and what you can eat is really tiny. You, you need to eat vegan, so that means no meat, fish, dairy, whatever, right? Eggs. Eggs, thank you. And then no oil, no coconut. Those are the only no's. Like, if you're trying to lose weight like we are, there's things that you restrict. Yeah, there's things that you, so we're not, right now, we're not doing nuts, seeds, avocado, and the red, he has different programs, the maximum weight loss tightens things up a little bit, but it's totally doable. There are lots of McDougal groups on Facebook. Dr. McDougal comes on every Sunday night. You can watch him and ask questions. So what I want people to know, if, if you can afford it, if you can pull it off, do it. It's absolutely worth it. If you're like, it's going to be 30 years before I could actually save up that money, just start doing the program now. Come hang out in Chef AJ's lives. Hang out in our lives, right? Because you will find a support community. But we made we made great friends in there. And there's some people that I love seeing they'll, twice a week. They'll be lifelong friends for sure. Yeah. And even though it, it's kind of nice because when you're older, it's hard to meet as many people, but everyone's been so supportive. Mm -hmm. Two people from our cohort are, are RVers. So they actually came here and we made dinner for them twice. They're, they're gone now, but it was just so lovely. Um, and I just feel like everyone shares the information. Everybody's there for you when maybe you're having a rough time. Mm -hmm maybe things are hard and now you have people you can talk to to support you and maybe give you some ideas and also then as you learn something new there's this great group of people ready to hear and listen and and be super excited for your successes because mm -hmm. i think one of the hard things about eating whole food plant-based no oil is not the food i mean literally i just showed you two ways to make cheese and make ranch dressing right that's not deprivation but it's that maybe some of your friends and family members don't understand yeah. what's going on or why aren't you eating the turkey at thanksgiving and why do you have to you know and it just gives you a lot of support in the well what are you guys doing Thanksgiving? Well, I'm doing X, Y, and Z and bringing this. And this is how I volunteered to do that. So, And, it, and during the program, you, you get more than just um, the McDougals to help you. You also have sessions with Dr. Lyle that are invaluable. He tells you how to navigate the family and all those things that with just information that like it, it, it's life-changing. It really is. And, and Cheryl didn't go vegan for a long time. She didn't go vegan until 2019. And I think we had been together more than a decade. <laughs> she would eat vegan at home. So she's, it, she was as hard as sale as like a person from the standard American diet. And one of the things that we noticed so quickly, and this is why I would encourage you, if you're thinking about trying to take the program, I know there's one coming up in October. But even if you just really get the starch solution, check it out of the library, read the free information on Dr. McDougall's site, do it for, for a week in four days of us. And like the first night I made Cheryl like 
air fried tofu with gravy and mashed potatoes and smoky collard greens. So it doesn't, it can be as simple as half your plate is starch, half your plate is vegetables. And you can fancy it up. I was trying to bring her over to the potato side of things. So I was working hard with all her favorites. But if you want to have, if, if you're like, life is too much right now, you can have a potato with steamed vegetables and a cheese sauce. You can have slow cooker oatmeal in the morning. You know what I had in mind? I had blueberry lemon oatmeal. Thank you very much. Frozen blueberries, microwaved, zested a lemon. And so you, I miss, I, well, I guess I don't miss, I like having something sweet in the morning. It just, it works for me. And having this oatmeal, like we've gone, we've even gone by places and I don't go, oh, I wish I had that muffin or, oh, I'd love a Danish pastry. Oatmeal's been great. Yeah, the oatmeal's very satisfying. It's filling. Some days we don't even eat lunch because it just holds us until dinner time. Like we just kind of do with whatever our bodies want us to do right now. So if we feel hungry and we want lunch, then we'll go to the refrigerator and we'll grab out, you know, some vegetables, some potatoes or something, heat them up. But some days like the oatmeal just holds us. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I know some people are scared. That's what I hear. People are scared. They're going to feel deprived. They're scared. It's going to be really hard. They're going to have to jump through a lot of hoops make a thing of cheese powder, <laughs> go to Costco, get your favorite big bag of frozen vegetables, pre-cook some potatoes and some rice. Yeah. And you've got your four days after four days, our inflammation was down. We could feel less swollen. And so don't think about how your body is now. If you do X for four days, suspend that disbelief, do the McDougal diet. I have an idea because Jamie's saying, I want the recipe for the oats you cook. What if next month when you're on your show, you just cook what you eat, what you really eat on the McDougal program? Okay, sure. And, and she'll include that. I think that's a fabulous idea. Yeah, we can totally do that. And I can even show putting in some potatoes because I- I think was, what I eat in a day, what I eat in a day on the starch solution would be a great episode for October. Okay, that sounds good. And it, it'll be easy because then you're basically just making your own food for the day. Well, you know what my class is next week in Kathy's Cooking Club? No. Potato meal plan. I love Last it. month I did a rice meal plan. So I just, all the ways to make the things and, and make some stews. But the I, people worry they can't have things and you can have it. It's just, if it's something you really, really want, you may have to make it at home. Yep, absolutely. But, Making things at home isn't seven hours. This is not the colonial times. We're not starting the fire. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, yeah. Kathy and Cheryl, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. I just, I'm just so pleased to be watching your journey. And uh, the story continues. Well, thank you for being a catalyst to our journey. And so I can't thank you enough for giving me exactly the information I needed to make this choice. Because I'm not sure I would have made the right choice without talking to you. Oh, I'm so glad you did. Yeah. And the McDougals are too. I'll see you in a couple of days. All right. I can't wait. If you guys right. are going to Sacramento, make sure to come say hi to me and Cheryl. You'll be either in the front row or the second row, whichever you prefer. <laughs>
we'll be wherever you put us okay maybe you'll even have time to come up and tell your story if there's time because people love a good success story i'll either put you next to me or behind me i just haven't seen the venue yet that'll be perfect well thank you so much and hopefully you guys just realize how easy it is to make a little sauce right bring me just bring me a tablespoon of that lactic acid because i want to try before i buy Okay. Okay. Thanks, Kathy. Thanks, Cheryl. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back at 11 a.m. tomorrow for Maxime. He's going to be talking about how you can strengthen your bones and build lean muscle. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.